It's all a conspiracy. This entire thing has been four years in the making, and they ruined it all. Hey, what? Oh my god. I, I, they did, they, okay. Let me collect my thoughts for a second. Please do. They ruined it, what? Oh boy. It's one of the best so, movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So no, here's here's exactly why they ruined it. When when they introduced Spider Man, Tom Tom Holland Spider Man, uh, they they already introduced him as a fully fleshed character who did not have an origin, and I loved that. I I'm so sick and tired of them, you know, killing you know Uncle Ben over and over and over again. I don't care. I I, I don't want to see him becoming Spider Man. I want to see him being Spider Man. No, but what that's... what do they did? What did they do? They they have him. Uh, they 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 kill off Aunt May. Uh, they have her say the line, "Great power comes great responsibility." He gets all rage filled and bitter, and then it's like another origin story. They they three years in the making. We already have a Spider Man, and what did they do? They they reverse. They like Uno bullshit us. They they fucking they universed us. So oh. I'm so throughout. You're literally the only person upset about that. So on top of this. They've already Uncle Ben existed and died already. I understand that, um, but that's okay. He he died before uh, Peter became Spider Man. Uh, no. What? Yeah, he he died before Peter became Spider Man. He he, uh, Uncle Ben had no part in either of the three movies. He so, he yeah, died off screen. They, they yeah, because they didn't want to redo his origin story. So when did uh, you know we never saw him become Spider Man, right? Right, and I like that. I just wanted right. to get straight so, to it. Uncle Ben didn't necessarily die before he became Spider-Man. Well, fair enough. I, I don't know the timeline because we didn't see it. But what <laughs> I'm saying is they, they, they did such a good job of basically just having a fully fleshed character with no real origin story. And then they go around and they do literally the exact same thing. You might as well have killed Bruce Wayne's parents. Like, give us all of the origin story cliches. No, so... The story this, of the character. Yeah, and so you have to go with a lot here, though. Um, also, in a sense of, like, they needed to reset him. Uh, they needed to do something because, uh, A, the whole world knew Spider-Man, so obviously they had to fix that. But then also, like, let's go into the next movie. So let's say that they didn't the do next that. Movie. Let's say they, okay. let's say Let's say that they didn't uh, reset uh, everyone knowing it, who he was. Let's say they didn't kill Aunt May. Let's say they didn't do all that. Let's say he continued going forward. Well, what we have is a massive character issue with Spider-Man. He's wealthy. Uh, because, let's be real, he has access to Tony Stark money. Um, I mean, freaking Pepper is basically his aunt. Um, so he has access to Tony Stark money, realistically speaking. Uh, he has Aunt May. Uh, who can always fall back on his money. But with the ending we saw with Spider-Man, he he has to go to get a freaking GED because he had to drop out of high school. Um, he has to get a job because he no longer has anyone to take care of him. So now he went from being, like, broke to poor. You mean rich um, to poor? Well, I mean, yeah, he he was pretty he was pretty wealthy for, honestly, a normal person. But yeah. still, like, he didn't have money personally himself, technically speaking. Like, he even made a good joke in there. He was like, I'm the most famous person on Earth, but now it broke. Or, yeah. I'm, I'm still broke. And I'm still uh, broke, But, yeah. like, uh, but they needed to reset him fully. And then also, and this is kind of like a point I'm going to talk to Aaron about, a, a major part of Spider-Man's character 
is pain and depression. That's uh, a massive part of him is like he needs to feel lost. He needs to have a shitty life um, because he's meant to be the beacon of hope. And then that was also that was more meant to be something that connected him to the other two Spider-Men uh, because like obviously they could have just done Uncle Ben but like that would have no impact on the audience right. at this point. So they got it connected somewhere. And also, let's be real. Did you see Aunt May dying? Honestly, no. I mean, yeah. that that woman <laughs> didn't die. They did. The woman didn't die for decades in the in the comics, but she like was terminally like cancer ridden. Yeah, I I never saw that coming. Yeah, I mean, hell, very... they they had a what if comic where Aunt May became Spider Man and and not Peter Parker. Uh, okay, so so real quick, uh, very first thing I, I noticed, Charlie Cox cameo as Matt Murdock. Love it. I so missed the Netflix I lost Marvel my shit. series. Oh, man, I was so happy at that. Oh, my God, I lost my shit. Cause, so they went for so long saying that the Netflix uh, series were not going to be canon. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, they killed them off and everything when they parted ways with Netflix. And then for them to do that, not only is making me scream because, like, man, Daredevil, Spider-Man are such a great team. Yes. But also, Deadpool's coming in. So, Spider-Man, Daredevil, Deadpool trio. Yes. Are we gonna, we're probably going to have boys. a chance to get. Yeah, we're going to get, we're getting Team Red. Uh, But then also, like, freaking, when he caught the freaking brick, and they're like, how did you do that? And he was like, I'm a really I'm a good, good lawyer. lawyer. yeah. Like, I just, such I, a good oh, lawyer. I was so happy because Charlie Cox is such a good Daredevil. He's so good. Yeah, for for a man who is so good at one character, I'm surprised he's not in more. I know he was in Stardust, but what else was that man in? I can't remember. Exactly. He need you know, hashtag justice for Charlie Cox, please. Let's get him on more shit. <laughs> yeah, and there's more with that, though, as well. I mean, um, God, uh, so to tie in with that as well, uh, Punisher, Luke Cage. Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, like these are all these characters can intertwine now. Yeah, um, hopefully. I mean, and that's that's even more awesome because we've got like, granted, this is a Sony title, but yeah. still, Morbius is coming. Yep. Um, we know Blade is going to be making a return. Um, so this is something like people have talked about, maybe the Dark Avengers or something. Yeah, I'll definitely need to talk with you probably off podcast about Morbius because I don't know anything about Morbius. Nah, he dope. Yeah, he looks dope. <laughs> yeah, he's. It's gonna be really interesting. I'm not like gonna act like I'm insanely um, intelligent about the character, but uh, it's another one of those I've caught info about in the sidelines and doing other stuff. And yeah, it, it's gonna be exciting. And I think yeah. Jared Leto is gonna be able to do it pretty well. So on a actual movie critique level, I do have a lot of problems with literally the plot of the movie. Because I feel like someone like Doctor Strange shouldn't be as, what's the term, um, jumping the gun as he had. Because he, he literally, he's, he's you know, he, Peter Parker comes in and is like, hey, everybody knows that, that I'm Peter Parker. And he's like, yeah, that sucks. I can't do anything for you. Oh, wait, I can do something for you. And without really even talking to them about, like, the details of the spell or the parameters he's like yeah i'm doing something that's going to change the entire world and i can't undo it while you're talking to me oh wait you're going to talk to me oh we're going to change the parameters oh no and i'm going to break stuff 
Like, well, he's always been pretty chaotic, though, right? Like, uh, not um, not chaotic. So, cocky. Um, yeah, that's a cocky word. is much better word. Yeah. Um. So, um, I think that they're going with more of an Earth six one six, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, and uh, because yeah, the cockiness is there. I I think that's more part of it. Is like for Doctor Strange in that moment, it was, felt like it was more something like. Yeah, we could do it as a sense of he wants to show off that he can do it, for one. Um, and, I mean, he, he thinks it's cool. Because let's be real, like, Doctor Strange, before he became Doctor Strange, he was a well, normal he was Doctor, Doctor Strange, yes. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, before he became, like, you know, old sorcerer wizard, um, you know, he was just a doctor, and he thinks this shit's cool, too. <laughs> like, he thinks all this shit's cool, too. Um, and so that's that's definitely, like, I think that's more of a cocky drive, because uh, Doctor Strange has always been like kind of a cocky character. Yeah, yeah, um, that's he was been, and I that's one thing I was. I remember when before Infinity War came out, I was extreme extremely hyped for was to see Doctor Strange and Tony Stark together. Yeah. Uh, that's I would I just knew that that was gonna be a great time. Uh, it was gonna be funny. So yeah, I I think that had a lot more to do with his like ego more yeah. than anything. I, I felt like he basically was the plot point. And I feel like as much as Peter Parker, you know, he, he even says it after they, you know, kind of undo the spell. You mean to tell me you didn't even go and talk to the admissions people and, and plead your case. It's like, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't even say like, Hey, have you done X, Y, and Z? So like who, who who's talking right now? Yeah, so I'm looking at the alternatives for what would drive the plot forward. And by drive the plot forward, I mean, you know, what would cause all this shit to happen. Uh, so um, when, in the comics, uh, there was the two most famous universes, Earth-616 and the Ultimate Universe. Um, and the Ultimate Universe had been going on for a very, very long time. That's the one um, with uh, Miles Morales, right? Um, I I think so. I think Miles is an Ultimate. I can't remember. Um but, like, when they wanted to do this, they wanted to start uh, the new Secret Wars stories up that, I mean, it happened, like, a few years back now. It's been a little while. Uh, but what they did was they also knew they wanted to kill off the Ultimate Universe They because they wanted to stop producing comics in that line and just focus on 616, basically. Um, so what they did was they had Ultimate Universe and 616 collide. And so you had, like, all the characters from the two universes, like, meshing together. You know, you had, like, Fantastic Four from one with Fantastic Four from the other, stuff like that. You know, you had them blending together. And so you could have multiple iterations of, like, the same character. Uh, and this is also where I'm going back to, like, Doctor Strange and, like, jumping the gun on some things and, like, say, like, the seriousness where he was very much, like... Uh, no, these these dudes coming from a different planet, we're just gonna have to kill them. They, they were dead in their world, but they're gonna be dead again. Um, Secret Wars Doctor Strange, uh, which is from that saga, um, was very much that way. <laughs> it was very, very much that way. Uh, but also, like, how it all happened was, like, I think it was something to do with, like, the Beyonders, uh, or something like that, or I can't remember specifically. I think it was the Beyonders that had a lot to do with that. Right. Um God, and then there was Frank Franklin. Franklin. Uh, what? Like the turtle? I, I, I meant 
No, I'm, I think I'm messing up his name. It's been a while since I read all these. Uh, Mr. F Mr. Fantastic and uh, Invisible Woman's son. Uh, Frank, I think it's Franklin Richards. Um, sure, let's go with that. So their son, uh, I'm not sure how familiar you are with the Fantastic Four. Uh, not very. They, uh, I'm a huge fanboy. Um, their son um, is one of the most powerful characters in like Marvel history. He's listed as right up there, dander along the lines of like, uh, one above all, like, you know, the god of Marvel. Weird. Um, See, I thought is, uh, uh, Scott Summers' kid was that guy. Uh, Franklin's Nathan definitely, I, Franklin's definitely above him. Weird, um, okay. And only in the sense of Franklin's power is literally, like, omnipotence. Um, it's whatever he wants it to be. That's, um, okay, that's awesome. So, when the universes collided, I'm remembering the storyline now, when the universes collided, it was because he dreamed it. Oh, uh, that's that's him. Okay, okay, I know yeah. him. I do know him. So, and he's insanely powerful. And like, there was a point where he got kidnapped, and yes. like the like the villains were using like changing up his dreams to get him to create a freaking army of their clones of them, um, by just him dreaming of that. Um, and it's I mean he's insanely powerful. So I'm going here with the note of that's one iteration of how that would have happened. We don't have the Fantastic Four yet. So we can't do that. So iteration number two. Legally, um, no, they do not. Spider-Man. Well, the, legally, they got it. They did. Did they? Um. Yep. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They they got the they got all Fox. Um. So they got all that. We're. I'm. I'm. We so got him, boys. But with that, the next one, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, the animated movie. Uh, that was some weird experimentation going on with Doc. Uh, Doctor Octopus's daughter and Kingpin. Um. And no way that's Doc which, Ock's daughter. I thought that was just Doc Ock, but like Rule 64 version. No, no, that was his daughter. Okay, fair enough. Um, And Kingpin, uh, they were screwing around and they managed to, you know, create some device that rips through like reality. They were hoping to get Kingpin's family back. Um, And then, you know, it did all that. That's the second option. They can't do that either because, I mean, for one, that would have been a shit show to try to recreate their own world. Um, and that'd be bringing in way too much trying to make it work. And obviously, also, they want to make sure it blends with what they get. And why do all that when you can just have Doctor Strange cast? Right. <laughs> so. Well, and with with the the villains that they showed up, I, I mean, I liked that they basically had all of the villains from the, you know, first two iterations of the Spider-Man. But I was kind of sad we didn't get Michael Keaton. Yeah, I I was a little disappointed. Um, that we didn't get any Tom Holland's villains. Or oh, yeah. Um, I would have loved to have seen Vulture in that. Yeah. Though I don't think it would have made sense to have Vulture in that in some ways. Um, like based on not, not with the, Michael the Keaton's yeah. like personality. Um, I don't see why that would have worked at all. Uh, but like I would have liked to have seen a Tom Holland villain for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, Mysterio literally just died, so he's not coming back. Yeah, and I was about to say, I damn near would have liked them to, like, had done some shit where, like, Mysterio came back because of the spell. Yeah. Um, also, I, I don't know. weirdly, so I didn't think about this until this movie kind of pointed it out. Spider-Man has literally killed every single person <laughs> who he has fought so far. Until Tom Holland. Until Tom Holland, but that's kind of not true because Tom Holland killed... Oh wait, did he kill Michael Keaton or did he just lock No, him he's up? alive, he's in prison. 
Uh, but he definitely killed Mysterio. But technically, Mysterio nope. killed Mysterio. Yeah, Mysterio killed himself. Um, Michael Keaton's alive in prison. Uh, I can't remember the name. Uh, Scorpion, whatever. Oh, uh, Scorpion. He, Jesus, I don't remember him at all. Uh, because we saw his origin, we didn't see him. The actor that's going to play him was in the first Spider-Man movie. Okay, um, that's why. But he wasn't. The character wasn't, essentially. Um, he's alive in prison. Um, the dude that has, like, the electric fist, I'm blanking on his name right now. Uh, I only know him as the Shocker, but that's because... Yeah, no, I, yeah, that's it. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember... I think it was the first or the second Spider-Man uh, PlayStation game where he absolutely rips that man's uh, whole name apart. And it's just like, let's just call you the cushion. He's alive. And the prowler is alive. Okay. I want a black cat movie. I really want them to yeah, introduce same. black cat, same. especially now that cat. he no longer has MJ. One thing that I, I felt was weird was how quickly he just completely, um, dominated every single one of the the villains and i really don't feel like they were powered up either i feel like it was just you know they they showed up um they were mid-fight from you know their perspective universes and then you know tom holland just shows up and and zaps them into into a dungeon somewhere i thought that was a little weird that they were able to to get i don't know beat so quickly especially considering just how much effort was put into the very final battle so i will counter argument that who did he dominate best uh technically the the one that i'm thinking of is uh doc ock for sure he dominated pretty damn quickly uh and then i never remember his name uh, but jamie fox he he got jamie fox down uh with the help of uh, sandman <laughs> what was his name yep. is that his name is uh, okay he was getting his ass beat by electro yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, Sandman was the one that I actually did not know. Sandman uh, was more or less friendly with Peter Parker. Yeah, by the end of it, because uh, Sandman wasn't really much of a villain, he just got screwed over by life. Yeah, I mean, he was a criminal, but still. <laughs> but even even the fight with Doc Ock, though, like he wasn't doing well. Like, I don't know how that would have ended without. Um... Doc Ock not taking the uh, little nanobot thing. Yeah, that's true. About. Yeah, he. I. I also feel like he was kind of getting his ass whooped in that fight. I honestly, that's that's where I. I have to disagree. I think he got his ass beat in every fight. He just lucked out, mm, uh, which is a very Spider-Man thing to do in maybe, a lot of ways. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe luck. Luck was his dumpst out. Um, because yeah, like Doc Ock. Doc Ock just happened to rip off his uh part of the suit, get the nanoparticles, which. Peter does have full control over. I mean, it's Stark, Stark tech, it's yeah. top of the line Stark tech. Um, and then that's that was that with that, and which that allowed Peter to beat him in a very intelligent way rather than fighting. Which I think, I think that makes sense. Doctor Strange got got reptile, whatever his name is. Oh, I was yeah, gonna he say did. like, forgot about that. Um, because Spider Man, he had like the magic tool thing, the, like wrist thing. Yeah. So he didn't actually he didn't actually have to beat them. He just had to zap them. You know? Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, yeah, you're you're right on that. Which which also brings us to the the when the actual Spider Men show up, which I I was actually kind of upset that uh or not upset upset implies that I was mad. I'm more sad that it was only in the last thirty minutes that the the Spider Men showed up. I um uh, Whitney, whenever we were coming home, 
she goes, I, I loved every single Tobey Maguire scene. He has become spider daddy. And I can't mm. help but agree. Like he, he was fucking awesome. I loved it. You know, I didn't expect him to kind of look that old. I didn't think that Spider-Man was like that far away, but I guess it has been about 20 years. Yeah. I, say, I remember watching it when I was like a child, you know? Yeah. Um, time time I, is a flat circle. I will <laughs> say the theater Aaron and I were in when that's when those scenes happened uh when andrew garfield pulled off his mask Mm -hmm. because like i already knew what was coming when you could awkwardly see him like moving around weird in the alleyway and then we saw where tom was before that and obviously that's not tom and like i remember already grabbing like aaron's leg and being like holy shit that's not tom that's not gonna be tom and then andrew garfield pulls off his mask and literally every girl in the theater just screamed nice Um, like not even remotely exaggerating every single girl in that theater just screamed to the top of their lungs that was not the reaction that my my audience got yeah they went through the roof when andrew pulled his mask off and like i feel it because like i was so happy um because andrew got such a crap deal compared to toby and tom um toby got a full trinity um Andrew got two, and then obviously there. I'm positive it was because Marvel stepped in and said, "Hey, we want to do some stuff," so they canceled that third one, and mm-hmm. then went with that. Um, and you know that's a long term plan, so it's gonna take a while, but still, that's definitely what happened. Andrew was openly upset about that. He was not happy about the fact that he he enjoyed being Spider Man. Yeah, he open he very much loved being spider-man that was one of his favorite jobs he's taught he talked about it multiple times he loved being spider-man um and like he had a lot of fun on set you could see a lot of things behind the scenes and he was just having a blast and um so seeing him in this movie for me like for sure was it was so good and like andrew was definitely like for me he definitely stole the show um he was so just fun and like you have he was such a dork yeah and like you have to love him so okay going based off of that i had written a note to myself whenever i was watching this and in it and it was uh andrew garfield really feels like the middle child (laughs) yeah because i mean you got you got baby tom holland uh who i feel like in in cinematically he was kind of given everything he was given a stark suit he was given you know all of this cool stark tech he was given um you know really cool uh apartment you know from happy uh i mean hell he was kind of given mj too like like she oh i found out and there was no problems like she actually loves him um i feel like toby Maguire definitely felt like you know like the actual adult and you know, well, hello, son. How's it going? And then, and then you got Andrew, and I, I, so many moments in that movie, he would say something, like the scene where they're on the Statue of Liberty and they are kind of preparing their, you know, for the the upcoming battle, and Andrew says, "I, I'm kind of lame. I don't have all that." And yeah, I, I, and and I immediately was like. That's Andrew Garfield saying that. That's not Peter Parker. <laughs> like he literally was like, "Yeah, I'm lame. I don't have this this cool, you know, story to tell. This this adventure in space. I don't even have, um, you know, aliens that I can say I've I've fought at all." 
And I'm like, yeah, that's because, yeah, you did get kind of shafted. And, and, and I really felt like he broke character so many times I, I, that, that, you know, I love you guys moment where they were hugging. It, it almost made me cry. Like he actually did make <laughs> yeah. me cry uh, once in that movie. Mm. Um, but I almost cried whenever he was like, I love you guys. I, you know, I, I love being Spider-Man. I did actually cry when he saved MJ, like yeah, full on funny. cry. That, that was, that was rough. And it was so funny, cute when she was like, are you okay? And like, you know, yep. to make it, to make it lighthearted. Yeah. But like, that was such a, like, you know, knowing the history behind it, such a sad, but sweet touching moment of him, like getting his retribution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. And I remember watching the trailer. Everyone knew it was going to be him. That was going to save her. Yeah, like everyone knew. I mean, it it's like you have to, but it's still it doesn't even knowing it doesn't prepare you for seeing him do it and then crying. Yeah, and then like him just being like, "I did it, I did it." Uh, and... So I was actually explaining that scene to Whitney um, because she she's never read the the comics and we had seen the Andrew Garfield movies. And I actually misremembered something about the Andrew Garfield uh, movies. I thought they they held true to the comics where he just like webs uh Gwen Stacy and accidentally basically like hangs her but she says no no um he couldn't he couldn't like catch her he he was trying to web her but there was a bunch of debris in the way and she ends up hitting the ground and then he webs her and i was like Oh, you're right. Because I, I was literally just shit talking. I'm like, finally, Angie, you figure it out that you can't stop a woman from, you know, a fall that fast. And I was like, I felt I felt like an asshole because that, that wasn't that was the wrong Peter Parker. Yeah, no. Yeah. And he he caught her, but just not the right timing. Right. Yeah, that was. Yeah. And it was it was it was sad. But Jesus, that broke my heart because I have this weird. Well, it's not weird. I, I have empathy. Uh, and when I see someone who has a cathartic moment like that, I can't help but but share in that journey. This isn't relevant to any of that, but um, before you watch it, I'd asked you. <laughs> yes, to... I was waiting. Yep. <laughs> okay, listen. Okay, it's very important to me. So I asked Wookie, um, because we. Trevor, Trevor and I had seen it before Wookie got to, and Trevor and I are arguing about a small detail. It doesn't really matter, but I just want to know who's right. I I took notes, uh, and I did figure out who was right. Now I can't remember um, who said what, so let's let's start with this. Um, who 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 said? Uh, no, who said not, what? Worry about who said what's not really. No, 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 I don't care if I'm right or wrong at this point. That's what I know. Which one? I mean, I care about being right, obviously. But So in that scene, they are working on the various, like, cure-alls for the various uh, villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the scene, that specific one, that specific shot, both 
Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield are in shot in in screen. Mm-hmm. It's in it's it's Toby Maguire who Ned is talking to, and it yes. makes the most sense because uh, Andrew Garfield did have a best friend in Harry Osborn, but he was also basically a side character. So that was very much a poignant, you know, comment about was that James Franco? Was that who yeah. played? Yeah, yeah. So, so it was James Franco. So he was referring to to that Harry Osborn. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I can understand how you got Andrew Garfield in that because he absolutely was in that scene. It's just Tommy McGuire was the one who was actually talking. That's fine. You're both wrong. What? <laughs> Whatever. 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 Listen, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut up. That's awesome. <laughs> I... <laughs> he left. I oh, left. <laughs> there he goes. There he goes. Anyway. Okay. I knew I was correct. We argued about this in Chili's after watching the movie. That's funny. Yes. Like, because, yeah, we were both just, like, adamant that we were the correct one. Listen, and it, it feels good. I'm, I'm usually correct. wrong. I am usually wrong. I'm so correct. it feels good to finally be right. You know what felt good? Watching Dr. Octopus, like, help spider-man and spider-man oh god i love dog ox so much i was so excited about that yeah okay so i'm glad that we all figured out and that we all love each other i'm about to ruin <laughs> everybody's day oh no yeah fuck i got nothing else to live for well it's also we're about five minutes away from a new day so i think we can we can survive okay that's um with the whole plot point of that box that essentially would send them all back and with the creation of the of the the second spell that supposedly undid everything because now everybody forgets who Spider-Man is my question to you is if they get sent back without their powers but they were transported to this alternate dimension at the very second each one of them was about to die did they in fact survive going back or did they just now have no powers and we're fighting Spider-Man and now also just died. So I don't think that they were pulled from the second they were about to die. I know that they uh, insinuated like, oh, I was about to die. And then, damn, I was here. I, I think when reality, the second they were pulled in their perspective is after they died. Because I'm looking at it like um, the Thanos snap. Um, how all of them saw it when they effectively died to Thanos snapping his fingers at the end of Infinity War, when they were brought back at Endgame, they said all they remember is, like, the snap and disappearing. That's all they remember. Uh, so, effectively, they were dead the whole time, and suddenly they were back. I think that that's kind of what happened there with the Spider-Man villains. I think they were dead at that point. And I think when they get sent back, they'll just be dead. They won't be sent back to the moment before they died. I think that they'll just be dead. Okay, so they're just dead. Once again, they did all of this work to cure every single one of their, their villainous powers, but they still get sent back and they're just dead. Yeah, so um, I believe that's because they weren't... When they were curing them initially, they weren't planning to send them back, though. They were planning to keep them here so that they could continue to live. Uh, but it was upon the point of, like, 
everything going to shit, like with Doctor Strange, you know, the world ripping apart, it was kind of like, we have to send it back. Yeah. See, the way that I kind of viewed that was they literally died in vain. All of the work that they had done to, to cure themselves. I mean, uh, Toby Maguire takes a, takes a shiv in the back to prevent before. Yeah, I know he has been, but still, but he, 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 he saves Tom Holland from himself essentially, but that was all in vain because they still all died. Like Aunt May, Aunt May died in vain trying to cure all these people because they're just going to go back to their own realities and die. Okay. Hold on though. This kind of like begs the question of, do you believe in an afterlife type of thing? Like, is it saving their souls? Like, yeah, they're dead regardless, but are you saving their souls? That's a little too meta. Yeah. That's a little (laughs) meta. I I don't know if Jesus Christ exists in the Marvel universe. (laughs) No, they have one above all. Um, One above. Yeah, sure. Yeah, um, that's the uh, that's the no, like official like Marvel god. But either oh, way, oh really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been joked more than once that it's essentially just Stanley. Uh, but like, still though, like, I I fully believe that they're just dead upon going back. Like, it's not like they're going back to the moment before they died. I think it's effectively they were brought back to life to be here from the dead. Um, not ripped out of the moment they were about to die. And I believe upon going back, they're essentially just, their souls are going back, essentially. Um, but, again, like, with the um, heroic mindset of when they were hoping that they could keep them here, was upon them being cured, and that they could live a normal life. You know, Sam could go be with his daughter, um, and all of them could go back to doing whatever they, they want to do, um, as, you know, not criminals, ideally. But then again, with reality tearing, that that was no longer an option, that they had to send it back. Yeah. Which I want to tie into a next point. Um, Did you watch uh, the The end end trailer? Yes, I did. I was literally about to save that for for the last. So I'm so glad that you you thought ahead. Yeah, I, I am a Scarlet Witch fanboy. Um. And I have been for years now, so I'm extremely excited. But again, I'm gonna. This is something I've touched on on us in like private conversations before playing games and stuff. Um, one of my favorite comic series is the Young Avengers. Yeah. Um, and so watching WandaVision, I was fangirling when we got to see Wiccan, uh, which is the smaller of the two sons, Billy, um, the one that has like powers like his mother, um. Because he is a staple character of the Young Avengers. Also, we have the Hawkeye series, which has Kate Bishop, Hawkeye's daughter, who also I goes by the alias of Hawkeye. I haven't seen it. I've heard it's really good. Um, so she is a staple character of the Young Avengers. Also, Loki uh, at, in the Young Avengers gets trapped as a teenager. Um, I think it was like a spell gone wrong, and he gets stuck as a teenager. Uh, he I thought he just is died. A member. Like, he's reincarnated multiple times. He probably was. I don't know. But he's a member of the Young Avengers. Uh, which leads us to the next point. The core like leader of the Young Avengers. Miss America Chavez. Who we can even see in that trailer for Doctor Strange 2. She's going to be in it. I am freaking fangirling. Because uh, that's my favorite character of the Young Avengers. She's freaking awesome. Um, so I am 
insanely excited because not only a Scarlet Witch again, but Miss America Chavez. This is awesome. Yeah, I'm very happy for them to kind of expand out to, I guess this would be like phase four or five. I think this is four, yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy for it. I, I need to watch Hawkeye. I need to, I, I'm very excited about Doctor Strange 2. I love the first one, so I'm definitely going to watch the, the second one. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also like the, that they brought in, um, what's his name, Eddie Brock? Tom Hardy? Oh, yeah, 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 Venom. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, that was, yeah, and the freaking, like, little bit where a little bit of the symbiote is left yes. on the counter. God, yeah, I, I was like, oh, holy shit, here we go. I mean, I they pretty much just told us our villain for the next freaking movie. Yeah, and, I'm, I mean, I'm very curious about that, because, like, with, with no MJ, with no Ned, who's he going to play against? I don't know, and I'm sure Zendaya's going to be in the next one, um... I'm sure they're probably gonna do something where she ends up in some form of danger, and he ends up saving her, and it's you know it ties together some things. Yeah. Uh, but like, with that going further though, like, I'm really excited. Um, because as he progresses and gets older and becomes a more mature character, they're moving towards something that they've obviously foreshadowed, which is Miles Morales. Yes. Um, they have very heavily foreshadowed that going all the way back to the first. Tom Holland Spider-Man movie where he meets Donald DeGarmo's character who is the Prowler uh, and he makes a comment that like you know he Spider-Man asks him like why are you helping me and he says um I have a nephew that lives in the city I don't want all this you know all this crime happening around my nephew I want him to be safe his nephew is Miles Morales yeah um and so they've already foreshadowed that before but then in this one they make the comment they make the joke with freaking uh electro and andrew garfield and electro's like man i'm disappointed i thought you were gonna be black <laughs> yeah <I laughs> and then he's scene. like i mean i'm sure there's a black spider-man out there somewhere the the and, audience member right next to me uh was like <gasps> is that miles morales you know and his <laughs> mom was like yeah that that's probably i don't know who that is yeah <laughs> so yeah funny. And I'm sure that's what they're, again, hinting at. And I, I laughed so hard at that scene because, you know, Andrew's like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, yes. like, he's, like, apologizing. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, but, yeah, like, they foreshadowed so hard that we're going to get Miles. We're going to yeah. get a live action. I, I'm, I'm happy, man. Like, yeah. the only thing that it could make me happier would be if they uh, cast Donald Glover as uh, Miles Morales. Okay, come on. You don't you know who Donald Glover is, right? Yeah, that he plays his uncle. I he plays his uncle. Is that who that hear is? Me? Did you hear me in this conversation? No. What did you fucking just say? Forty-five seconds ago, I said Donald Glover plays the Prowler. He's, he plays the Prowler. Okay. I, no, I didn't hear the name. I only heard the Prowler. So I didn't realize that was the Prowler. I hate it here. All right. All right. You okay? Come on. I I didn't hear the words Donald Glover. I heard some random name, and I didn't attribute it to anybody. I hated you so much. Oh, whatever. All right, all right. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Let's... To be fair, uh, Donald Glover wouldn't be able to do it anyways because yeah, he's, he's older old. than Tom Holland. Yeah. So it really wouldn't make sense. Um, <laughs> and yeah, going back on a point there with that though, because I want Miles to be young. I really do. Um, mm. because like I'm thinking back to when when they casted Tom, they made it openly like they were clear that they wanted a teenager Spider Man. Because we hadn't really got that before. You know, we got, like, Toby and Andrew who were in high school, but they yeah. were clearly in their, like, late 20s, early 30s type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, like, but Tom, 
on the other hand, he looked like a teenager. And, and he was. But yeah, like, you know, we finally had someone that, like, I was thinking back to, like, man, if I was a teenager right now, it's like if I was 15 and Tom Holland Spider-Man came out when I was 15, I would have been stoked. Because, like, holy crap, all these other superheroes are in their freaking 30s to 50s or whatever, and we finally got a teenager. Like, this feels so cool to me. Yeah. Um, And, like, it's, you know, I can relate to this character. I'm so excited as a teenager. So when they did that, you know, obviously I was an adult by this point, but when they did that, I was excited because I was thinking of my younger self. Um, So I can only imagine, like, obviously they're not going to make that mistake with Miles. Like, they're going to do the same thing they did with Tom and, you know, make it younger. Yeah, I agree. So I'm, I'm excited. I love it. I am. Yeah, so, so much. I, um... Don't know if they've had any kind of like news on the next one, but my God, I don't exactly know how they're going to continue the storyline. It it seems like they've really kind of they've honestly they, they this is a clean slate. What at at this point this is a clean slate. Like oh. they they can do so much with oh yeah with the storyline. Yeah, like, they can go anywhere. Like we 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 were discussing as we were coming back. I I, I said I feel like this was a soft reboot. Definitely. Yeah, they could go anywhere with where they have it now. Um, literally. Um, and it's funny because I remember when the end of um uh, Far From Home, uh, I remember a lot of like losers kind of complaining on the internet, like, oh, how they revealed his identity to the whole world. This is so dumb. They ruined the Spider Man. And I remember thinking, like, obviously they're gonna fit, do something about that. Yeah. Now, me personally, I thought that they were just gonna make it to where he shows up alongside like Andrew Garfield Spider Man or something. And like, but Tom not in a costume, and they're gonna be like, "See, I can't be Spider Man. There's Spider Man." That would be um, awesome. You know, do that basic cliche thing. I didn't think they were gonna do all this, like ruin his life, but um, they did. Uh, so, I yeah, they could they could go anywhere from here. I mean, and it's gonna be interesting because we're gonna get him obviously working for like you know, uh, taking as a photographer now, taking pictures of Spider Man for J Jonah Jameson. That's gonna be great. Uh, so we're going to get to see that. Um, it's it's definitely going to be fun. Uh, but yeah, they disguise the limit. And I like the fact that they didn't make people forget Spider-Man. Yeah. So now we're getting the world, how the world sees Spider-Man, the way it was always supposed to in a way, of like half of them see him as this great hero and then half see him as like this vigilante. And... I I know I love it. J. Jonah Jameson triggers me. 